Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows, uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark, and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. Hoop Talk, we are back. You see we got the new intro with a little music. Not too bad right there. Shout out to Anitra, my cousin, making things happen. What up, man? That was great, man. I was, I was, you know, moving and grooving in that little intro. I like that. She, she did a great job. Props to vibe. She's she's uh she does all the she does all the real work around here. I just show up. <laughs> she's great. She is great. She's great. No, that's true. So, all right, let's get opening convo. I figured out my computer, something I got to do with my computer. I just freeze every now and then randomly. I don't know why, no matter where I am, no matter what Wi-Fi I'm on. So that's another story for another day. But uh, opening convo, let's talk. Uh, first, what do you do for Selection Sunday? Do you have like a, a ritual? Do you have something that you do every time? Is it just kind of random? Yeah, just just kind of random, you know, like the whole thing. Everybody everybody gathers around and we like to watch. I mean, it's exciting and, uh, you know, it's a special time. It's a special time for a lot of teams and, you know, it's an exciting time. So, you know, we love it. We, we uh, yeah, we like to gather around and watch as a family. It's always been a, a good thing for us. What about you? Any, any rituals, anything that you do? Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's kind of changing now that I'm in this space of like, yeah. like I've actually called games for multiple teams in the tournament. So it's just. Uh, it feels different. It felt different this time. But I was actually driving back from calling. I broadcast my younger brother's games. Uh, he was in a D2 national tournament at Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, they won their first-round game, uh, did not win their second-round game. They lost in, to the defending national champions. But I was driving back from West Texas, and so I ended up stopping in Wichita Falls, which is where my wife used to be a head coach, and trying to figure out where can I go and watch the game. And I mean, watch the the – and actually listen to it and hear it. Yeah, yeah. So I found the right little hotel off to the side, watched the whole couple hours, and then uh, drove home. So I uh, don't have any real rituals, though, but I'm getting more into it now, like the actual details of it, like who plays who and who, where is it going to be and all of that stuff. I'm, I'm into it more now because we talk about it all year long. So, uh, yeah. yeah, a little different now than when I was in it. I hadn't had the pleasure of uh, – being in it, I think people kind of forget like 68 teams go, 
but there's 350 plus teams in the NCAA. So really hard to get in, especially when you're in one bid leagues, you have to win the tournament. Um, So yeah, I hadn't, I've I've been around a a lot of 20 plus win seasons and turnaround seasons, but having that next step hard to do, man, Hard, hard to do. It is, it is hard. And it's, um, like you said, I think it's a little bit different on this side of it now, too. You know, I think, you know, back when when you and I were coaching, you're very focused on your team and what's going on there. But now on this side of it, you're kind of more aware of every of everybody. And no doubt uh, uh, you're really aware of the bubble teams and who made it, and who didn't and who's going where and, and, and good matchups. So it's it's uh, it's a lot more fun. It's a lot more fun right now um, when, you, when you know a lot more. I would say so. <laughs> a lot more stressful because normally by the time selection Sunday comes, we're on the road, probably like national tournament. We'll talk about JUCO national tournament, but like yep. you're going recruiting. The season's over. You're going recruiting. You may be able to catch the bracket afterwards, but I don't, you don't sit there and watch selection Sunday and see everything that's happening. You're, you're not quite as plugged in. Right. That's right. Trying to figure out how to get your next dudes <laughs> so you can be in there the following year. That's right. Um, yeah, so we'll just jump into uh, straight into to uh, smaller college tournaments that are non-division one. We'll say uh, so. We'll start with the NJCA national tournament. Have you followed much of it? I know we're in day two. We got some. We got some outcomes and some scores. Yeah. Uh, so much- you know what oh. was interesting, Brian? And you know, like I'm a I'm a champion of the small college guy. You know, yeah. I've been there and I love it. So. You know, we talk about the the NJCA uh, Division One tournament at Hutch, which is going on right now. We'll talk about that in a second. But oh, how about yeah. how about the JUCO uh, Division Two and Division Three tournaments too? You know, th- those are happening. Um, so, just quick shout out: Division Three national tournament. Um, Dallas Northlake won the whole thing last week. Beat Genesee yep. eighty three to eighty in, in overtime. Great game. Actually, that was Dallas Northlake's fourth national title. So, you know, kudos to them. Division Three NJCA national. Uh, champs and then the division two tournament actually starts today so whatever today is we're, we're filming this on tuesday brian right so yeah, yeah. today in danville illinois um and that should be a good one south suburban uh college right now 30 and 0 uh, number one seed there so that that's somebody to look out for um so those, those small ones you know division two and division three are a lot of fun to watch too but then obviously you know hutch uh you know that that's where uh that's where there's a lot of coaches there right now <laughs> a lot of yeah. a lot of great Things going on right now, um, so that'll be interesting to follow. Like you said, game games going on right now. I think uh, Salt Lake City Community College just wrapped up a, a little bit ago. They're the number one overall seed, thirty-two and one. They they are really, really, really good. Really good. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I got a chance to see them practice during the year. <clears throat> Saw them play early in scrimmage season, but got a chance to watch them practice uh, early in the year. Deep team, a lot of talent. Didn't know that they were going to run the table as much as they have, but They've been number one since the preseason poll all the way through, which rarely ever happens at any level. So mad props to uh, Coach Taylor and his staff there at uh, Salt Lake. I was going to pull up uh, so I can go back to JUCO. So I started my first job was in at Richland Junior College, Division Three in the same conference as Northlake. Coach Tim McGraw, shout out to him. Um, I know he's got um, some good staff uh, there this year that's helped it's making sure the scores are out there. I want to say Josh uh, is one of his assistants. So shout out to Josh as well. Uh, congratulations to you guys. But, yeah, we finished my first year. We won the conference. We beat Northlake before we went. 
Uh, we finished third. We lost in overtime in the semis, and then we we won a third place game. So Dale High, New York, uh, remember it like it was yesterday, man. So good times at the Division Three JUCO level. Yeah, it's um, fun. It is. It's fun stuff at those smaller levels. Like you said, you know, you know, Hutch, the guys going to Hutch get a lot of attention right now. But those, yeah. those Division Twos and Threes, they they got a lot of good players, a lot of good coaches down there. So you know, props to them for uh, for getting it done down there too. Yeah, so second round in Hutch, you can find out all that information. I think the games are still going on today. Uh, right. South Plains won this morning. Um, I know there's some other games going on. So, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff going on in the JUCO level. So we'll – and the women start tomorrow in Lubbock, I believe. So uh, quick shout-out to them too. Uh, D3, what's the latest in NJCA tournament D3? I don't actually know, but that's why – we got a partnership here, so I can ask you. So, yeah, so so NCAA Division Three tournament, um, they're down to the Final Four right now. Um, nice. Going in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, really interesting. So Final Four teams, Randolph-Macon is going to play Marietta, and uh, Wabash is going to play Elmhurst. Most interesting thing, though, in that, that first game, Randolph-Macon and Marietta, that's number one and number two teams in the country going at it in the semifinals. So wow. that'll be, that's an interesting matchup. Um, you know, Randolph Macon is 31 and one. They went 16 and 0 in, in the ODAC. Uh, Marietta's 29 and two, went undefeated in their league, 17 and 0. Um, so, you know, I, I think uh, whoever wins that game's got a pretty good chance to win this whole thing, you know, yeah. not taking anything away from, from the other teams in there, the other two. But uh, yeah, D3 Final Four right now. That should be some, some uh, good basketball starting Friday. Nice. Big time. And the and the championship game is when do they play back to back or do they give it Friday Sunday Brian don't don't quote me on that but I think it's Friday Sunday it's usually Friday Sunday give, give them a day in between I like it all yeah. right good stuff so let's go D two we just had a uh, I was just a part of the women's the women's side I know West Texas A and M is going to lead eight from that region uh, that my brother's team was in Texas A M Commerce yep. and congratulations to them Coach Jack Josh Proc. Um. Yeah, what's going on on the men's side? I don't even know. Yeah, so men's side. Say, uh, today is the uh, Sweet 16 games today. Um, so by the mm. time this thing airs, we're down to eight. Um, but some some really good teams left. Obviously, uh, no Southeastern. Uh, Jim Crutchfield's team is is really really good at 30 and 0. But there are some great teams left too. You look at Queens University of Charlotte, Northwest Missouri State. Some really strong teams. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Brian. Like as soon as we're done here, I'm gonna log on and watch uh, St. Thomas Aquinas and Bentley. Unbelievable right. game up here in the New England region. Um, so are you going in person or are you watching online? No, I wish I was going. I, I'm, I'm just going to watch here. Uh, it's, and it's not far. I probably should have probably should have planned this better and, and tried to head over there. But um, I think it's going to be a great game. You know, Jay Lawson's done a great job for years and years and years at Bentley. And um, St. Thomas Aquinas is really, really good. Tobin Anderson squad. So um, should be a real good game. Yeah, let me see if I can share this, see if this is correct. I don't know if it is. Um, let's pull it. Still, still working out the kinks here, but I think we have the – I think we have the uh, – Let's see if this is correct. Adam, of course, can tell me if it is not. That is correct. You got it. You are on the money right there. That is the uh... – Top half of that bracket. Said, yeah, some, some with, with Nova Southeastern in there, and Queens and Northwest Missouri State. Um, strong, strong bracket there. 
And I think there's yeah, so this yeah. is kind of what's yeah, there's the bottom half. We talked about Bentley and St. Thomas Aquinas tonight. Um, yeah, it looks like we got some finals in from today already, too, with uh, Chico State winning and, and uh, Hillsdale winning. So uh, games going on right now. Sweet 16. Love it. Division two, sweet 16. Yeah, getting 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 down to it. All right, we're getting, uh, getting through. So now we got to talk about the big tournament that everybody uh, is so used to. See if I can pull up that bracket. Do I have to pull this one down? All right, let's get to uh, Division One. So now we're at the the March Madness. Uh, anybody stick out to you that you were like either excited that they got in, disappointed that they didn't, or you just loved a certain matchup when you first heard? Yeah, you know what? So I, I like uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a matchup guy, right? I yeah. like matchups, and, and and especially like matchups from like a, a coaching perspective yeah right? so, so there's a few that really stand oh, out to me storylines yeah yeah you know and, and like the the first one is um is arkansas and vermont yeah. like what, what a cool game that is you know uh, you got two really you know kind of contrasting coaches like you know eric musselman is you know he, he's all in man he's all <laughs> over the place he's gonna take his shirt off he, he's you know he's gonna wear the loud shoes and this and that and then you got john becker who's you know, pretty stoic and really does nothing but win at Vermont. You know, Vermont ran through their conference tournament, you know, didn't, you know, nobody was in 30, within 30 points, any game, you know, in the conference tournament, they've been great. Um, so I think that's going to be a really, really good game. I, th that's a game I'm looking forward to. And, you know, same thing. I love those, you know, kind of four versus 13 games. I'm going to go ahead and pick Vermont in that game for my bracket. Okay. I, I like that. I like bus, bus, but I just think the older team shot making, <laughs> uh, they're so good at what they do. Plus, you got to pick some upsets. I mean, no offense to the big dog, but you got to pick some upsets. So I'm going with I'm going with Vermont. No, I'm with you. I, I, I'm with you. And like you said, you know, they, they shoot a really high percentage. They're a good, you know, veteran team. Um, and and I, I think I'd like to go with you on that one, Brian. I just, you know, I worry that, you know, they, they just haven't been tested in a long time. You know, no, one, no, one, they, they, no one's been competitive with them in a long time. They've just been blowing teams out. So I think the first time that Arkansas punches them in the mouth tomorrow, be, be curious to see how they react. Right. Uh, but I'll tell you what, the other one, and, and again, we're looking at kind of, you know, fun matchups. You know, look at this Providence and South Dakota State matchup. Man, I was thinking about that same one. Yeah, I mean, you know, Providence has been great all year. Coach Cooley's done a great job, obviously. But South Dakota State, man, they've won like 21 in a row. They oh. are running people out of the place. They score a ton of points. Um, you know, that that's going to be – I think that's going to be a really, really good game. That's going to be a really good four versus 13 game. You know, if I'm, if I'm Providence and I'm watching that selection show – you know, I might have been uh, be, be a little bit nervous when 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 South Dakota I mean, popped up. It's funny because they actually had them on the screen when it was going on, yeah. and they still had them as they were saying who they played against, and it, it wasn't any reaction any way or the other. But it's like, uh, we got to play them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like you win the Big East for the first time ever. Yeah, and that's your that's your that's your prize. You get yeah. play an undefeated, and we know Oral Roberts from the same league went to the Sweet Sixteen last year, so. That's right. Uh, we, know, we know how dangerous teams in that slot coming from that league. Very high power offensive league. Yeah. And that team is uh yeah, I, I don't to say who I'm picking that game because I'm gonna pick all the underdogs, but man, <laughs> it's tough. Ed Cooley might be national coach of the year too, but get yeah. that matchup. That's tough. Yep. What what else stood out? A couple more that stood out to you. Uh what even though there's so many good games. I mean, I think 
you know, one of the other ones was uh, Memphis and Boise State, an eight nine matchup. Yeah, I agree. What 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 Penny Hardaway has done, you know, since mid January has been unbelievable. You know, they were nine and eight, three and four at one, three and four in the league at one point, and yeah. they ripped off a bunch in a row. You know, have won, you know, twenty two games this year. They've been re- they've been really good. Um, yeah, one of the hottest teams in the country, to be honest, playing in the way they played and yeah, getting addition by subtraction, um, getting. Uh, parting ways with Imani Bates, however you look at it, uh, was one of the best things that could have happened to them because now they're playing like a, you know, and and people actually question if Penny can coach. And sometimes when you have those kind of personalities and all the hype around them, sometimes if they don't want to do it, it's hard to coach those dudes, man. And if you can move on, it's probably a relief to everybody in the program and they've taken off since. Yeah, exactly. You're right. And you've been there. I've been there. You know, we've all been there at different yeah. levels, but you're right. It is addition by subtraction, unfortunately. And, and, and guys, you know, tend to rally around that. And obviously they did in Memphis's case. And um, I'm really happy to see them playing well. And um, I, I think Boise State's been really good too. I think that's going to be a really, really good, really good game. I'm looking forward to that one. Boise to win, to win the Mountain West with four teams in the tournament um, and to win the Mountain West tournament. <coughs> Yeah, one of the best defensive teams in the country. I think their adjusted efficiency there, uh, I called their game uh, early in conference play, and they were second at that time. So I'm sure they're probably still top five, but really, really good defensive team. They're kind of known of being an offensive program, but this is a grind, defensive, tough-minded team. And they beat San Diego State, Wyoming. Um, They did not beat Colorado State, though. So I think think – I'm going to go Boise on that one, even though I know some people may not like that. I, my, my, I got some boys at Memphis, but I'm going to go Boise on that one. I'll just blame it on Mountain West bias. i just blame it on I'm with you. So that's the one. We'll differ on that one because I'll go Memphis on that one. Okay, good. Okay, I, good. I like, you know, I think Penny's got them playing well. I think they're focused. I think they'll be ready to roll. Um, yeah, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good one. Though. That's one of the better ones. All right, we'll go one more specific matchup, and then we may dive into kind of some of the, uh, some of the breaks. I will say I was – Really excited! Like I told myself, I wasn't gonna scream, and I don't. I don't mind being biased. I call. I call games for this team, but uh, man, when Wyoming was the last team in, man, I literally was like screaming at the television. Like <laughs> I'm sure the people in that hotel were like, "What's wrong with this guy?" I, I had to stand up for a second. I was like, "All right, they gotta get in this last playing game, or they're not in." So, like, I was kind of standing up, and the next thing you know, I was like yelling at the TV, and I was excited. I mean, they've had a special year. Uh, to get in the top 25, they were picked eighth in the Mountain West. Uh, you know, it was really brutal for them. Played like five games in the last 10 days, I want to say. But for them to get in, I was really excited because it's great for the Mountain West. And just, like I say, Coach Linder and his staff and that team deserves to be in. So they play tonight. It'll be a good one. Yeah, no, I, you're right. You know Wyoming a lot better than I do, and I'm glad they. Yeah. I'm glad they got in. And I'm looking forward to actually watching them now too, and and seeing what you've been seeing all year. <laughs> yeah, highest highest scoring duo in the country. Their point guard and their big has been the highest scoring duo in the country all year. Uh, big man led Mountain West in scoring. Guard led Maldonado led in uh, assists. So they definitely have a quite a quite a combination um, that they put together. All right, let's jump into a little bit of this bracket. Let's see if I can pull this thing up for you, for us. And yeah, for us, we need your opinion. You, you, you've seen a lot of these teams a lot more than I have. I want to hear you got a session. Let's jump into it. The best part about the bracket, though, this is what I love this time of year. It doesn't even matter if you've seen or haven't seen. Like, you have an opportunity to be right, even if you've never watched college basketball all year. 
<laughs> and that's, that's that's what people love about the tournament, though. People love the excitement, the storyline, but they also just love like anybody can kind of get their uh, get their picks right. So uh, we got our playing games. I don't know if they see both of them on there, but obviously we got Wyoming, Indiana tonight, and then we have. If I'm not mistaken, Texas Southern and Corpus Christi is that tonight or is that next? Is that the next one? That's a good question, Brian. That is a great question. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look. I'm gonna look on my phone. All right. So who you got in the uh, who you got in the playing game? Well, which which one do you want to go? Any, any of the playing games? Well, let let you know the the, the first one, the Bryant and Wright State game, right? Um, you know, Bryant. You know, Bryant's a pretty exciting team to watch. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm obviously a, a New England guy. Um, they've got the, the nation's leading score. Um, they play hard. Um, they, uh, they they get a little chippy, but, I, you know, I, I think Bryant – I would take Bryant in that uh, Bryant versus Wright State matchup. Yeah, I like that pick, actually. I like uh, I like what I've seen from Bryant. I think they've gotten it going. They have one – like you said, a leading scorer in the country who's a bucket, and uh, I just think they're going to come in with a chip on the shoulder. But Wright State's a high-powered offense too. I mean, they've scored a lot of points along the way and got hot and have won the league a couple times in the rising and just hadn't been able to break through and get into the tournament. And uh, Coach Nat able to get in this time. So excited to see that game because I think, do think it will be a high-scoring game. But I'm going I'm to go with the underdog and that one and say Bryant. Notre Dame Rutgers. Now you talk about two teams that I think whatever team wins that game is going to have a chance to win their next game, which most of the time, I mean, you go back to UCLA, they made it all the way to the final four and they were in this playing game. And these two teams may not quite be final four, but Rutgers has more quad wins, quad one wins in the recent um, last few months of the season. And Notre Dame's played some elite level basketball too. So I do think the winner of that game, has a chance to make a run. I don't know if I have a pick on that one. I'm just going to say they're going to make a run, whoever wins. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think, you know, you, you have two two pretty good teams, and, you know, and, and I, I always bring it back to coaching, right? You've got two really good coaches going at it. Um, you know, and I, I like to see, you know, Mike Bray, um, what he does with his Notre Dame teams. Um, you know, I, I think that's going to be a good game. And, you know, it's funny. You talk about some of these – you know, first four games, whatever these playing games, whatever you want to call them, like this is a really good game. You're talking about Notre Dame and and Rutgers in the NCAA tournament. Like this is this is a really good game to watch. And like you said, I think whoever wins is probably has a chance to win another game or two in this thing. So that's going to be a good one to watch. Yeah, I think that's where the selection committee and the tournament got smart. Instead of just having all smaller colleges playing in the playing game, you'll notice there's always that Power Five matchup and then the lower level, the the mid major. Quote unquote matchup. So, uh, definitely a good one there. And then tonight we have, we do have those other two games I mentioned uh, Texas Southern and Texas AM Corpus Christi. Steve Lutz taking his team uh, in the first year, former Purdue assistant, uh, does a tremendous job near his hometown. I think he's from San Antonio. So, big time. Uh, I think they were the four seed in the tournament. So they're going, and they they're twenty three and eleven, and then Texas Southern Johnny Jones uh, already had a big win last year in the tournament. Back at it again, um, yeah, it's hard for me to pick in that one too. Two Texas teams, so I'm already biased on that part. But uh, I'm gonna go with the new guys. Texas Southern got their win last year. Uh, Johnny Jones knows what it takes to win in March, but I'm gonna go with this Texas A&M Corpus Christi team and just the way they played at the end of the year, and they've been hot and 
Gonna go with the uh, former Southland team since I was in the South, but I'm gonna go bias. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know, I'm gonna lean on you on that one. That is that is your part of the world. You 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 got a lot more knowledge. You've seen a lot more of those guys than I have. Um, but the job that Steve Lutz has done at uh, Texas A&M Corpus Christi, you know, phenomenal in year one. And um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to watching the game. You know, I, I... <laughs> it's actually gonna be on in just a little bit, so we'll yep. have to turn on in the background. Uh, and then Wyoming, I mean, it just goes without saying. I'm biased on that one. I got to go with Wyoming. Uh, spent a lot of time out there watching that team and covering that team all year. And got a chance to see them beat Boise at home and got a chance to see them, um, you know, play some of their best basketball at home this year broadcasting. So got to go with them in that one. Obviously, Indiana had a good run in the tournament, and we know Mike Woodson's done a good job, but my bias is just going to be uh, be straightforward on that one. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and I hear you, and, and you know uh, – like you said, I've listened to you a lot about Wyoming, and, and I'm looking forward to watching him play. But you know, I love I love what Mike Woodson has done in Indiana this year. I mean, what what a good job he has done. You know, he's an Indiana guy, stabilized that program. Um, you know, they started playing really really well towards the end. Um, I, I would really, personally, I would like to see Indiana win that game. Yeah, for sure. You know, um, you know when when Mike Woodson got hired at Indiana last year, I mean, there was a lot of people that were not happy with that hire. You know. Yeah. Those a majority of people were not happy. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a, a quote unquote sexy hire, but but in reality, it was exactly what Indiana needed. You know, they you talk about kind of, you know, like you said he, he's he's an Indiana guy, and that's what they needed. You know, to, to bring that thing that 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 program back to to you know to to glory. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I really, I, you know, I I, um, I think it's gonna be a great game. I would like to see see Coach Woodson win that game and all. Yeah, I think it's great about the tournament, and it's kind of like winning job or getting jobs or we don't want to see people lose their jobs. Like we don't want to see anybody losing the tournament. Somebody's got to lose. So we're just making some random picks based on some biases. But ultimately the best part about the tournament is just watching and see how it all unfolds, no matter who wins. Like we're pretty much happy most of the time at home because it's like it's just big time games. And anytime you can advance in the tournament, man, there's nothing like it. That's right. Uh, right. All right. So we got to play in games. Um, anything else that sticks out that we just want to touch on? So obviously the the different regions, everybody's got a different opinion. I haven't filled out my bracket yet, so we can probably talk about that next time. But uh, I do like Arizona in this tournament. I think they're going to uh, do well. I do think Gonzaga is going to make another run. Um, I think this Kansas team is as good of a Kansas team has been in the tournament in a while, and I think they're kind of tournament ready. So those are three of the four number one seeds. Uh, Baylor has just always kind of defied the odds right now. They've continued to do it in the Big 12, so uh, I know they're not at full strength, but I would not be surprised to see them just continue to make a run. But those are the four number one seeds. I know a lot of people love what Kentucky has done, uh, so I think they have a great chance. Obviously, one of the best players in the country, and uh, they have a Texas point guard, Savage Wheeler, so we know we got to show love there. Uh, we I was the first one to ever offer. I want to say that on – <laughs> on uh, Hoop Talk. I was the first one to offer him. I think he might have been in eighth grade, but I was like, yeah, this guys he's he's the real deal. Yeah, I don't care how tall he is. He's the real deal. Um, yeah, I think that's – I think – so my Mountain West bias, Colorado State, I'm hoping they can make a little bit of run. Uh, I would not be surprised to see TCU get some things done. They've, they've beaten more top, more top 25 teams this year than they ever have in school history. So I think they got a little firepower in the tank. And uh, – let me see if I can pick one more real quick. Uh, I think that San Fran Murray State matchup. I hate the fact that they're playing in the first round because one of them has to go home. But 
on the flip side, one of them will for sure advance. So uh, I do think that game is going to be a super high-level play game uh, between two teams that uh, have been two of the best mid-majors all year. Murray State's hard to beat, though. I think Murray State, this Murray State team has a chance to go Sweet 16. So that's my that's my random thoughts. I like it. And you know what? So when we were talking about kind of you know interesting matchups to start this thing, that, that was one that I was going to talk about, too. That Murray State-San Francisco game, wow. What, what a first-round matchup. I mean, what, what Matt McMahon has done at Murray State, what Todd Colton's done at San Francisco. I mean, th- those two programs have had great, great seasons. Um, so you said it's a shame that one of them's got to go home. But you know what? One of them's going to keep playing. Yeah, one of them keeps playing, and it's kind of a cool thing. Normally you don't see two mid-majors play in the first round, and that says a lot of respect to what yep. both teams have earned. So got to give credit there. And then uh, similar to that Memphis-Boise uh, State, there's kind of two mid-majors as well. People would say – Memphis may be in the high major category, whatever. Um, I do think St. Mary's, keep an eye on them. They did beat Gonzaga, so they, they obviously have a uh, ability in this tournament. I think Coach K, what kind of whistle is Coach K going to get in his last NCAA tournament? It's going to be great to watch. I feel bad for the teams playing against them. Uh, I think Texas Tech has the defense that can travel in this tournament and can get them a lot of gritty wins um, to, to help them make a sweet 16 run and then uh, see if I can pick one more. Uh, I, I don't know. I think Auburn has struggled to end it, but I think if they can, I think they've struggled mainly because they won the SEC. Number one projected player in the draft. Uh, Kessler is obviously one of the best rim protectors, if not the best one outside of Chet. So uh, I think Auburn got a chance to make a run too. I agree with you. And I actually really like Auburn. Um, I think they've, they've been really good at home this year. They struggled a little bit on the road, but now we're playing on neutral sites, so it might be a little bit different. Yeah. I really like Auburn, and, and you know, like I'm a, I'm a big SEC guy. I love Kentucky in this thing. I love the way we they've been playing. I love uh, Oscar Shibway. Yeah. Probably one of my favorite players in the country to watch right now, so I think those two teams can, can make some noise. But talking about the SEC, you can't sleep on Tennessee. You know, I, I agree, yeah. Tennessee has been like a silent assassin all year. You know, some of these teams, you know, Auburn and Arkansas and Kentucky have been getting a lot of hype. But, you know, Tennessee has been really, really good. Don't sleep on Tennessee. It's a shame that uh, Tennessee is on Arizona's side of the bracket, that they're in there with them. Um, because I, I think, you know, Arizona is my national champion. I mean, I think Arizona is nice. the whole thing. I think they're so big. They're so athletic. They can score. Um you know, Coach Lloyd's done such a good job in year one there. You know, again, kind of riding the ship, settling things down, being yeah. a calming influence. Uh, I, I think they are so good right now that they're going to be really, really hard to beat. But there's, like I said, Kentucky's so much fun to watch. Auburn's fun to watch. Tennessee's fun to watch. Um, you know, it, 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 you know, I, there's going to be some really, really good games. And, I, I, you know, I can't wait for this thing to get going. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It starts uh, – I think it's starting – in a matter of minutes for the first playing game. I'm going to bring up two more things real quick, and then we'll go straight to the stuff that people really want to know about, which is the job talk. But before we get to that, (coughs) I'm going to pull up, if I can, I'm going to pull up this uh, NIT tournament. And just uh, give the NIT a little bit of love. I know people. Brian, we're gonna have to talk about. We're gonna have to talk about one more thing too, so we don't get yelled at by some coaches here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got? We talked about the the JUCO tournament. We talked about division. NAI. I, I left we, gotta, we gotta go back to the NAIAs. I have it right here. I left it out. That's that's on me. So. Love those guys. Can't leave those guys out. All right, let's go NAI first, and I'll let you lead the way on that. Yep. And then I will next go to uh, the NIT and CBI. Love it. Love it. Yeah. So the NAIA right now, they're in their sweet 16 in Kansas City. 
games are Thursday and Friday. Um, they get down to eight on Saturday. They get down to four on Monday and the national championships on Tuesday. They just, they just play and play and play. I love it. Um, two great teams right now at the NAIA level. And there's a lot, I mean, there's 16 teams left. There's some good, but two, two that I think you should really watch Loyola of new Orleans, 33 and one right now. Uh, Stacy Hollowell's done an unbelievable job with, with those guys, 33 and one. That, that's not easy to do. And then Talladega, the job that Chris Wright has done there, they're 29 and five been playing great all year. Um, so I think there's, you know, some, some really good teams left, but I, I think those teams are really two teams to, to watch. And I think the nice thing about the NAIA national tournament on Tuesday, the national championship game is going to be on ESPN three. So uh, if you, if you can, hop into your ESPN app, watch that game. That's going to be whoever's in there. There's some really good teams left. So I, I am looking forward to Tuesday night watching that national championship game. That's huge. What, what are some of the other teams? Let's just mention some of the other teams in it, if you don't mind real quick. You know, I don't – I lost my bracket, Brian. That's all right. That's all right. Let's see if I can pull it up. We got, we got computer access. Now, that's the beauty of these things. You don't put, they don't put you on the spot anymore. You I know, to, right? You get to pull things up on your computer, on your iPad. Uh, on a different tab, we want to make sure we give some of these teams shout out. Where is the uh, NAI tournament? I think you already we're, said we're in Kansas City. Kansas City. It's usually always in Kansas City. Uh, I think that is a cool part about it too. Like a lot of the tournaments are not going on at the same time when it starts, so they get to get their own selection Sunday. Normally have it a week before or week and a half before. Um, so they're ending as this tournament still goes on. Yep, and, and the nice thing too with the the NAIA tournament, you know, up until the the final sixteen teams here, you know, they've they've played at you know campus sites and you know kind of in in, in pods or whatever they call them, you know. Yep. Uh, but now they they get to come together as a, as a sixteen, so it's a pretty cool uh, pretty cool tournament. Quadrants, that's what they call them. Quadrants. <laughs> yeah, let's see. I got the championship schedule. You may have it before me. I don't have the teams in here yet, though. This shows where I'm slacking a little bit. We're Totally just staying together, scoop talk, you know. Hey, you know what? That's how we do. It. We're on the fly here. That's what we. Do. Yeah, we're tr we're trending upward, man. We're keep going up. <laughs> All right, we got. Uh, I got some. So, so there's some really good games coming up too, and some some good games. Uh, Friday, Oklahoma Wesleyan and, and LSU Shreveport, really good game there. Um, where, where we got? Um, Yeah, Loyola. Loyola plays on Thursday against Faulkner. Um, Arizona Christian and Bethel on Thursday. Another good game. William Jessup, Indiana Wesleyan. I mean, there's some really good NAIA games going on right now. So, nice. uh, like I said, I mean, the teams that you know, I, I like Talladega a lot. I like Loyola, uh, New Orleans a lot. But, but man, you you know, you look at this bracket, and there are some really really strong. Now that Friday, Talladega against Jamestown from North Dakota, going to be a great game. Um, you know. So this will be this is gonna be a really good tournament to watch. You know, shout out to those NAIA, NAIA guys. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to my boy Larry Cordero, continuing with. Uh, did you say LSU Alexandria? No, 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 not Alex. So LSU Shreveport, uh, LSU Alexandria. They were in it. I'd like to say. I like it. So Shreveport is in it. Shreveport and Alexandria. I mean LSU A and LSU S have yep. both been really good at the NAIA level and. Yep. Most people don't know a lot about this level, but there's definitely uh, some high-level basketball players and coaches and a lot of people that have come up through the ranks come yeah. from playing this tournament. So uh, definitely shout-out to them. We want to make sure we show that love. And then, uh, yeah, we'll get to this NIT 
tournament. And we'll get to real quick. We'll just show the NIT bracket if I can pull it up. Production team is just on me today. Nietzsche's out of town, you know, it's just all on me. So I got to like show up, perform. No, here we go. You're, you're uh, a I, like <laughs> uh, I think this is it. Nope, that's a tournament. Wrong one. Hold on. Stop sharing that one. <laughs> got rookies in here, man. Get that one out of the way. Share. So, yeah, they actually start tonight. NIT starts tonight. So, working out the kinks here. All right. There we go. There we go. NIT. So, number one seed Dayton, number one seed SMU, number one seed Texas A&M, and number one seed Oklahoma. Basically, the first four out are the number one seeds. And it goes all the way to March 31st, which is right up until Final Four time. Um, But, yeah, basically all the teams that were – what normally happens with this is if you won your conference tournament, excuse me, if you won your regular season uh, in in Division One, then you you get an automatic bid to the NIT. Now there are some exceptions to that. If you're like the WAC, where you share a title, since New Mexico State went, neither uh, team, Stephen F. Austin or Seattle, got a bid. For reason, but a lot of good teams in here. I'll let you just shout out anybody that you think. Um... Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, a lot of good teams. And I think, you know, obviously looking at Texas A&M in there, I think, you know, that's a team that should be playing in the NCAA tournament. You know, yep. Texas A&M without it, you know, in my mind should have made it. But I think they should make a run on this thing. But the game that I really like here is the Wake Forest and Towson game. Mm, uh, you know, Wake, great Wake, year. Yeah, and you know what? Wake, Wake had a good year until they it lost did. to Boston College. You know, that was not a good game for Wake. Um and Towson had a really, really good year. Towson yeah. was great. Um, and, and then they bowed out in the semifinals of the CAA. So that's kind of two teams, I think, with probably a little bit of chip on their, uh, chip on their shoulder. You know, Wake probably thinking they should be in the NCAA tournament. They should have made it. They would have mm-hmm. beaten the college they're probably in. Um, and Towson, you know, probably thinking they should have won the CAA and been in the NCAA tournament. So I think that's two teams with, with some, some big-time chips on their shoulder. And I think, obviously, a lot of teams in the NIT have a chip on their shoulder yeah. thinking that they should be in the NCAA tournament. But I'm really interested to see that uh, Wake Forest and Towson game. I think two. Yeah, correct two. me if I'm wrong. Did Adonis Williams get Player of the Year in the ACC from Wake? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that I believe you're correct. Yeah, yeah, I think he did too. So yeah, they're obviously Steve Forbes does a terrific job, and he's turned that program around. And uh, I think the the thing about the NIT, CBI, all these tournaments is like, if your team can't get over the fact they're not in the tournament, some teams struggle with that and they just don't have the same motivation. And then some teams do use that as fuel to say, hey, let's go win it. So uh, it can go either way, and I think it's a lot harder. But these are true road games, too. There's not a neutral site for these games. So that's another thing to factor in is, like, Towson's going to Wake Forest to try to go win that game. SMU is hosting Nichols. Uh, North Texas is hosting Texas State. Uh, And North Texas won 15 games in a row. Uh, at one point in time in the year, which is pretty incredible. They're a two seed. Xavier is another team that was talked about in tournament. BYU was in the tournament picture most of the year. So there's a lot of good teams left uh, mid-major and high-major uh, at this juncture in time. So I'm sure Oklahoma wants to make their run. Uh, they, they, they had a good finish to the season. So, yeah, it's going to be really good. St. Bonaventure is a team that was kind of top 25 early in the year. Uh, Missouri State's got one of the best – guards in the country, really duos in Prim and and uh, Isaiah Mosley. So 
Northern Iowa won the, the Missouri Valley. They're in it. Santa Clara had a big time year in the WCC. Uh, Vanderbilt with Pippen is one of the you know better players in this event. So it's going to be a lot of fun to see kind of who does well in this as well. Colorado had a really good end of the year. I think they finished fourth in the Pac-12. Uh, normally that automatically gets you in, but not this year. Um, so yeah, big time, uh, big time stuff here on the NIT. And I think we have a CBI bracket as well. If I can pull this up and we'll love it. You, you yeah. we're, we're right. We're rocking through it today, man. We're on a mission. <laughs> it's how we roll. Yeah. It's the best way to do it. <laughs> so much, so much good basketball. And it's like, everybody only talks about one, one particular level. And uh, we want to make sure we cover as much as we can. Cause We've come up through these ranks. Right. So we, know, we know we know what this stuff is all about. Um, so, yeah, let's see if we can pull this one up. Uh, that's NIT again. Hold on, get out of the way. And, and while you're pulling it up, you're right, though, and, and you mentioned it earlier how, you know, for the, the Division One tournament, everybody in America is going to fill out a bracket, right? The people that haven't watched the game all year, the people that have no idea about it, they're going to fill out a bracket, and they think that's, that's the only thing that's going on. But there's so many other tournaments, like we said, all the JUCO tournaments, Division Two, Division Three, NAIA, now the NIT, the CBI. I mean, there's so many good games that that you know people should be watching, and it's not just it's not just the Division ones, you know. And then I think that's you know you and I both coming up through this thing. Um, it is definitely special to recognize these teams too. Yeah, it's just so important. I don't, I don't think I've done a great job of knowing all of it. I just kind of follow it, but so I'm not like the detailed person to break everything down. But definitely great to be able to just see all the different levels that that are out there as far as postseason play and give that recognition. Like just within JUCO, there's Division One, Division Two, II, Division Three, which you brought up that point, which I'm glad you did. I kind of plan on bringing it up too. And, you know, I came up through the Division Three JUCO ranks. So to be able to show some recognition to those guys is awesome. Um, so, yeah, CBI kind of straight to the point. Uh, I think they're, I think this is the entire bracket. It may be only one side. I'll check. The right. 16, yeah, 16-team tournament. That's it. Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. One side is not not as deep, but so you look at the um, NIT and the CBI, like all of these events are hard to get into and have a chance to play and and win. And like again, this is a you got to go. It's a true road game, so you got to go on the road. But these are invitational tournaments. These are not tournaments where you just can sign up and say, "Hey, we want to go play postseason." So you look at Drake. We know how good Drake is. They were the kind of um, Wyoming, Colorado State, Murray State type of team for much of last year, uh, undefeated to start the year last year, had a lot of those guys back. They've had a really good year. So they're the number one seed in this entire event. Uh, Middle Tennessee won their side of the Conference USA. Second seed, uh, Ohio, very good team uh, as well, 20-plus win team. They were in the tournament last year. Three seed, Stephen F. Austin, I believe I mentioned them earlier. They tied for um, – Tied for uh, whack, tied for a championship in the whack. So they're a four seed. Uh, number five seed is Florida Atlantic, which had a good year in Conference USA. Uh, six seed, I believe Seattle's in this as well. Six seed, I can't find the six seed. Maybe I'm missing that, but oh, maybe it's a little bit lower on the bracket. Yeah. Uh, anybody sticks out to you on there? Yeah, there's a six seed. Abilene Christian, six seed, which went all the way to the championship game of the WAC. Uh, so got them on there. Seven, uh, UNC Greensboro, eight, VMI, nine, UNCW, uh, 
Uh, 10 is Boston University. Uh, 11 is Troy. Had a good year in the Sun Belt. Uh, 12 is Northern Colorado. Another team I'm biased to. I got to broadcast their home games. They went to the championship as well in the Big Sky and uh, extremely talented offensive team. Uh, Coach T. Smiley does an outstanding job. 13 is UNC Asheville. 14 is Rice. 15, dun, 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 dun. Cal Baptist out of the whack. 16, I uh, Purdue Fort Wayne. So, yeah, there's the CBI. Anything that sticks out, stands out to you on that? I think I want to say there's another – maybe there's not another style. I could have swore that – Seattle was in it as well from the whack, but I could be wrong. But go ahead and uh, anything that sticks out to you, you know, team-wise. You know, obviously, you know, Drake is really good, you know, and Drake in this tournament, you know, is going to have a chance to win it. But here, here's what I love about the CBI. You're giving teams a chance to play in the postseason. Yep. Uh, you know, teams work so hard all year long. You don't make the NCAAs. You don't make the NIT. It doesn't matter. You're still playing postseason basketball. Uh, it, it's good for teams to keep going. It's good for coaches to keep playing with their teams. It, you know what? To be honest, it's good for recruiting. You know, you made the postseason. Would you? Mean? Oh, we, we played in the postseason. Look, we played in March. We played till the end of March, and um, I, I think that can only help with recruiting. There's some really good teams left. You know, obviously, you talk about bias. I'm, I'm biased. You got Boston University in there. Uh, I'm a Boston guy. Coach Jones has done a great job there. So, you know, hopefully, they can make a run. But again, you know, these are all good teams, and like you said, it's you know an invitational. You don't just sign up to go play. Yep. You know, you, you gotta be you gotta be pretty good to play. So I, I just you know just more postseason basketball. I think it is great for these teams. Yep, I agree. It's great. And thinking about a few programs, and there's been many that won these things, but there's a lot of programs that whether it's year one or year three or whatever it is, if you can have some success in the postseason, it's something to talk about, something to sell in recruiting, but it's also something to help build momentum for your program. You know, I I can think about, and I feel like I'm probably maybe too biased to these two programs, but like North Texas, when they first got the job, they wanted, they wanted, I want to say in year one, and it led to them having postseason success and winning championships. And next thing you know, they're getting the NCAAs winning conference USA and beating Purdue in the first round. So uh, those things can steamroll into that. Same thing with kind of Northern Colorado's program. Jeff Linder was the coach when they were there, they won CBI as well. And then he later goes on to, go to Wyoming and take them to the tournament. So all these things kind of play into building that momentum for, for your program. And like you said, getting, having postseason success is a big deal. And if you can say you won a championship, none of these teams are signing up to lose. I can tell you that much. So, um, yeah. So I think that's all we got. We're going to do another fun show where we're just going to dive into jobs only. So this hoop talk version uh, will be a little basketball talk. Uh, next episode, we'll be uh, talking about the stuff that so many people care about this time of year, which is jobs. So uh, without further ado, thanks so much. My host is the man. We'll be right back wearing the same stuff and you'll see us.